following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is the beginning of a Wednesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Playing games have started with the NCAA tournament officially. Uh, the big bracket begins tomorrow. Make sure you get your bracket in if you want a shot at that $1,000 in cash with the huge Bean Garter Bracket Buster Challenge at thehugeshow.net. It's open to the first 1,000 people who play, so get your picks in now. And we have the Home and Away promotion with Soren Eagle and the Michigan Sports Network where you could watch the Tigers in Tampa on opening day and watch the Red Sox and the Tigers their home opener a week later. So you get airfare for two, you get a hotel, you get game tickets to Tampa, and you get tickets for two to Detroit. Well, not, you know, tickets to Detroit. You drive there yourself, you get tickets to the game. So enter right now. I have the pin post, 21 and up, simple and easy. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Wow, speaking of uh, Detroit, I'll get to the story about these regional networks Uh not quite going belly up, but filing for bankruptcy and what the future could be like for Valley Sports Detroit, our Detroit pro sports teams, and maybe across the board for the NHL, MLB, and NBA. Because they've acted like they're the NFL, and they're not. And the way they've paid salaries in baseball and the money being, you know, doled out, you know, $500 million and how are you going to get that back? Now, if you're in a place that's drawing like crazy – Short term, you can. But if you're in a place that's struggling or rebuilding again, like the Tigers, yeah, you got ownership who are billionaires. So I guess you have time. But it's a very delicate situation right now. So we'll get to that. And today is officially uh, NFL free agent frenzy, even though the legal tampering has happened the last couple of days and the Lions have shocked us all. I mean, they are upgrading. Here's a team that finished 8-2, and two, kept the Packers from the playoffs, beating them uh, on their home field. Beat them to the point that Rodgers said, I'm done. That his last pass completion, is. am I correct, for history books would be to a lion? Yeah. Right? Rookie safety Kirby Joseph picked him off. That was it. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Risden, by the way, the other voice you hear, uh, lionswire.com. Follow them on Twitter and Facebook, Lions Latest. NFL information, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find 
and hear and watch on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. And Jeff uh, made the announcement on his social networks that uh, he has taken the next step. He's not leaving Lions Wire, the Detroit Lions podcast, but now you're in charge of Draft Wire. I am. With yeah. USA Today, right? So, yeah, year-round full-time draft coverage, which is uh, what I got into this business to do some 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm very that. happy about it. I'm I excited. remember meeting your father. I'm quite sure it was your dad at a remote or something out in the Holland area, Grand Haven. I, yeah. I, and you were doing the real GM. Real right? GM, yeah. Just starting. Yeah. So it'd be, yep. it'd be close. I've been, you it's know, been a long time. years. Yeah. And yeah. your dad told me that, hey, my son is, uh, he has his dream where he wants to be an NFL insider. And I'm like, tell him to keep working hard. He's a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was, I think it was your father. It was my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I, I'm trying to think where was, uh, it was probably in Grand Haven. Yeah, what, yeah. Does he live uh, over that way? No, he lives in Cleveland, but uh, he's he comes up here a lot. Yeah, so especially he, during that time. He, maybe it was at one of our Had, golf, uh, golf events at Grand Haven Golf Club. I don't, or, I don't even remember. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it could have been. It was a long time ago. Brands in Holland, yeah. maybe right. He used to come up. Uh, well, that's around the time when my my son was born and my daughter was wow. on the way. So you know they they came up a lot, and that's that's just a blur. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And I think it was he said that he was in town. They're just grandkids. Yeah. And, and here we are together in studio. So congrats on that move, man. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm very proud and happy about it. Yeah, I good for you, man. It. You do good stuff with the Lions Wire, uh, with the Detroit Lions podcast. And now you're around Draft Wire coverage, part of the USA Today network. So let's get right to it uh, with the Lions. Wow. Uh, Montgomery at running back. I know Jamal Williams is a fan favorite, would play catch with fans before the game, but uh, Montgomery's an upgrade. And with that offensive line, the numbers he could put up, and nothing against Jamal's touchdowns, but I think that was a product of that offensive line. I'm not taking away his toughness or his commitment to Detroit, but Montgomery is an upgrade. Montgomery is a better running back. He might not be a better like fit, but we'll see on that. But yeah, in terms of like being able to, to gain... Jamal was great at goal line situations. Jamal was great if you needed third. If it was third and three, he was going to get you four. If it was third and one, he was going to get you two. Montgomery is a guy that can get you five to eight on those situations, and I think that that's an upgrade. Um, he's they're paying for it a little bit, six million a year from what it looks like over the first two years of the contract. That's it's not cheap for a, for a running back. I know it sounds like oh, that's a lot of money. That's that's uh, we got to see what Jamal's going to get yet, and I think. I think once we see where Jamal lands, what he gets, I think people are going to start to feel a little bit better about David Montgomery. And if you watch the Bears, that offensive line was trash, man. They were bad. Uh, he ever, he actually got hit in the backfield more than any other running back in the league last year. Still did okay. Um, didn't have the greatest of seasons, but again, when you're when you're with Chicago in, in that offense, like, yeah, it, it's a smart move. Uh, from a football standpoint, from a fan standpoint, it hurts to see Jamal go. Um, Brett and I were talking about it as we walked in. Like, man, it's hard to it's hard to see Jay Swaggy leave, but you know, you you, you gotta get you gotta get past those things. Some, you know, sometimes there's there's more going on, you know, and, and like Jamal again, great player for what he did, but you got to pay for what they're going to do in the future. And I think they saw that David Montgomery was a better fit for where they want to go as an offense than what Jamal was. You don't want to pay for the 17 touchdowns last year. You want to pay for that next year. You want to pay for it last year. And that's, you know, it's a ruthless business. Jamal knows it very well. Jamal is going to land on his feet somewhere. He's, he's had a lot of talks with the Bengals, the Bills, 
Uh, sounds like the, the Bears have even been interested in him. So, like, still be a fan of Jamal Williams. I will always love that dude, but it's not going to be in Detroit anymore. Well, there'll be some bridge guys that you know that eight and two finish that don't stick around that you'll remember them that they were oh, kind of there where everybody reconnected to the Lions. I'm going to tell you right now with their line with Montgomery, he gives them. If we go back to hard knocks and what Deuce Staley kept saying about Swift, keep your head up. Cut back, hit that hole. That that's what Montgomery that's does. That's Montgomery. Yeah. That's Montgomery. I, I think he he is gonna have a shot at being the NFL's leading rusher with that offensive line, which by the way, when you have that running game, Jeff, and you have golf can play action and you got the fastest wide receiver this side of Tyreek Hill in the NFL, and you got possession guys, and now you got depth at running back. Uh we'll talk about the depth needed at quarterback in a moment, but that that's where they're building. You can see this blueprint, right? Absolutely. You're you're spitting nothing but facts there, Bill. That's that's their offense. You right seem now. shocked. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, wow, did Bill just spit like true facts and stuff? Absolutely, man. He's showing off the numbers. Normally, he's like chewing on a piece of pizza, going, yeah, yeah. Whenever he says this, yeah, I know he's chewing in between. But it is, and, and you, you you're see right. it coming together, and, and we'll get to the defensive side of free agency here. Because now I'm, I'm starting to look at the draft, and I have a different vibe on 6 and 18 right now. I think we all do. We're all trying to figure out where that vibe is going. And that vibe might be going to the quarterback of the future if he's sitting there at, at 6. So we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah. let's, let's talk about, you got Montgomery, now you're going to have Swift. Where is it? One more year with Swift. What would be the year where they can? Yeah, he's got one, the money. He's got one more year on his contract. Right. It's it's not a situation with, like they like the idea of him coming in with Scotty Montgomery as the new running backs coach instead of Deuce Staley. We've talked about this before. Deuce and and Swift just were not simpatico. It didn't work. Deuce so now, was hard on him. You could see from hard. He knocks, was right? and, yeah. and Swift is not a guy that you can be hard on. He's not going to respond well to that. So we're, we'll they're hopeful. That what happens with Swift is like he gets a, a rebirth and, and rejuvenated and also stays healthy and learns the difference between being hurt and being injured. That was Deuce's big issue with him. But look, for, he's, he's an inexpensive option in the last year of his deal. He can do things that other people can't. He's a fantastic receiver out of the backfield. You saw him against Philadelphia. You saw him when he was healthy and motivated at the end of the season. He's, he's a quality player. You just got to get that more consistently out of him. They're not going to pay for it long term, but if you can, if you can milk, you know, two or three one hundred yard games out of him, or you know, uh, fifty receptions and, and five touchdowns in the red zone out of him, that that's an awesome compliment to David Montgomery. And again, cost controlled, cheap. You also brought back your number three running back in, in Craig Reynolds, great guy, good between the tackles, power runner. Um, also a fantastic special teams player, uh, and he's gotten a chance to prove that. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Their one through three is pretty solid at running back right now. And they still have Jamar Jefferson, who they drafted two years ago, and who hasn't seen the light of day yet. So you think about uh, three deep at running back, uh, the wide receiver position, uh, DJ, no takers yet. Not yet. That market is, he, is, is that a bidding war right now, or is the market not there like the wide receiver market the wide, may have expected? Yeah, wide, wide receiver market's a little weird right now. We saw uh, Jacoby Myers get uh, like eleven million dollars a year. Did that seem like a lot to you? Kind of, yeah. But but it's every former Patriot has to end up with a former Patriots assistant. 
Matt Patricia played the Patriot Way game. Uh, look at Jimmy G now, the quarterback with McDaniels, right? Out yeah. of Vegas. Yeah, and then they bring in you know Jacoby Myers. They've got it's uh, Josh McDaniels. It's the Raiders are a mess. Oh, their running back tweets out cryptic things about you know this is the end. Uh, yeah, I. That's that's probably where Shark is going to get that that eleven to twelve million dollars a season. He's not going to get that in Detroit. They they're just not going to pay. Well, right now they physically can't pay that much. They just don't have that much cap room. So uh, the the big shopping for Detroit is probably over. They can they can still do some manipulation. They would made a couple of moves in the last couple of days where they freed up a little bit more cap room. They they renegotiate or re restructured Charles Harris. He'll be back. Um, they. We don't know the official nitty-gritty on it yet, but it sounds like they converted his salary to a signing bonus, so he gets guaranteed money, lower lower salary, lower cap it, and, and pushes some of the money in the next year. They also did that with Tracy Walker, uh, and Tracy Walker is sure looking like he's going to be a starting safety next year. He's doing great in his Those video workouts rehab. after the Achilles, amazing, weren't they? It's unbelievable. How, How would you go that hard? My first thought was, but they say after an Achilles, once it's surgically repaired, you can't injure it again. Right. It's stronger than the original one. Exactly. It's stronger than the one God gave you originally. So that's... Amen, brother Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have some fun with that. We you are. Know? Yeah. So uh, they, they also did that. So they have... About the only other places they can go to get money are Vitae, uh, Romeo Aquara, and if they really want to, they can do something with Jared Goff to push more money down the line and, and commit further to him. I don't see them doing that. Maybe they might do something with Vitae. In fact, they almost have to. Uh, you can't pay him fourteen million dollars next year. You've got to you got to do something to to ease that burden. I, I don't think they're getting rid of him. I don't. I, everything that I've heard from inside the building is that they he is their starting right guard right now. They like him. He should be healthy, fingers crossed, and I'm doing that for everybody that's watching on closed circuit TV. Fingers are crossed on that. But yeah, he's, he's, they, can't, they can't pay him $14 million, though. He's got to take some sort of a cut, like, like Charles Harris did. Charles Harris was due uh, $6 million in salary, like an $8.1 million cap hit. They've, they've pushed some of that down the road. He's going to, again, we don't know the details on it, but they freed up just under $3 million. So that means that they probably gave him $5 million in, in salary as, as a bonus. That, and then that's how you do that. And that, every team does that, not just the Lions. So that, that's, that's, they're running out of options to create more money. We don't know the details of all the contracts yet of what's all going on. We're going to get to the defensive guys here. But uh, it feels like with their draft class commitment that they have right now, they only have about eight million to spend, which means everybody that's got visions of Darius Slay, he ain't coming here for that. If, if you're thinking you're, they're going to get, what about the backup quarterback? The going price seems to be five million a year for a, a quality backup. Stidham in Denver, five million. Dalton in Carolina, five million. Baker uh, going to Tampa to replace Brady. He was the only starting quarterback, yeah. quasi starting quarterback. Uh, out there, that's the one spot that I keep uh, with all the Lions Wire tweets and your tweets and the post on the Huge Show Facebook page. I I keep saying uh, you need that backup. You need that backup. Please don't go cheap. Don't give me another boil. Don't give me a blow. Don't give me Nate please. Sudfeld. My God, you know James again. <laughs> Gemmel asked me, you think Sudfeld could cut it? No, you no. Everything you're doing here. You are elevating all the need moves, which we'll get to Mosley and we'll get to Sutton and, and how that affects, you know, pick six or 18 in the first round. 
Comiskey coming back, which again, we'll touch on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively, our final thought here is the backup quarterback. And there are some names out there. Mariota, Carson Wentz is a backup. I know, oh, he's stunking Indy, stunking on. We're talking a guy you need in case golf goes down or you got a big lead and you don't want golf to get hurt. So Mariota, Wentz, you know, Minshew is a guy I like. Uh, who, you know, Jacksonville run Philly. They're saying he could be Arizona. That That's the next thing. So do they have the money? Are they willing to go tell a guy, we're going to give you $5 million for two years to mirror the two years left with golf right now, and we have protection at the QB position with the Lions? I sure hope so. And again, it's something that Brad Holmes talked about at the Combine. He admitted that he's botched the backup quarterback situation. He's got to do better at it. Haven't seen him do anything yet, so... Uh... I, I'm seeing a lot of other teams do things. Don't in Carolina. Yeah, that that was that was Stidham, the that I really liked. Stidham five million a year to back up Russell Wilson with Sean Payton in Denver. Yep. You can you can still get a guy like Cooper Rush out there, Central Michigan's I own. I take him. I love backup. him. I would love him as a backup. He and, was great in Dallas last and, and year. And you know what? And he played at Lansing Catholic, right? That's right. He's from the area. Played at Central. I think being with the Lions. It would be good for him. Some of these quarterbacks, I will say from Case Keenum signing with Houston or Dalton, they're looking at places where there's going to be a young quarterback and they still could maybe start on the back end of their careers, right? Oh, that's 100% with Dalton for sure. And I think it's with Keenum too. Because they're going to get Bryce Young or Stroud or whoever in Houston, right? One of the quarterbacks. Yeah, And And Carolina will take one of the other ones there too. Well, Frank Reich (laughs) knows quarterbacks. He does. And and, and he knows how it hurt him in Indy at at the end. You know, it's funny. Andy Dalton actually played pretty well last year for the Saints. It's it's not a bad signing for them at all. He had a better uh, completion percentage in yards per attempt than Jared Goff did. They didn't win. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> yeah, Jameis Winston, I think, is coming back to New Orleans for his 43rd contract with the Saints. You buy a lot of crab legs with that. I mean, he's, he, he, that guy keeps you know resurrecting because he's got an arm. He's an athlete, and that that's it. That's the type of guy that I need right now. If the Lions make that announcement today uh, on this show or we get it leaked tomorrow or it happens early, dude, uh, and we'll get to the defensive side of the ball in our next segment. But if they get that veteran, I am going to be as content that in any year, any offseason, I've ever been with the Lions. Because their moves they made early in free agency is a sign that they're ready to win now. And they are, and they're not. And one of the things that Brad Holmes has talked about, you don't, you can lose in free agency by overspending, by overcommitting. By I don't think they've overspent. They, they, haven't, they haven't done that at all. No. They, um, other than maybe, like, we got to see what... I think they jumped the market a little bit on Montgomery, but not like not no. egregiously. And like Sutton got what ten fine. million. Sutton's fine for what he oh, is. Oh gosh, you got you got Sutton and Mosley, which we'll get to in our next yeah. segment. Now is your corners? Yeah, there and and that's motivation for guys like Jerry Jacobs and Jeff Okuda. That's no, it could be motivation, or it could be Jacobs will be a backup and Okuda showing the door when you got to free up money. Right? Could very well be, yeah, yeah. Uh, doubtful, but you, you never know that. Well, you need some depth, just Absolutely. as we're talking about depth everywhere. They, right. they have to get depth, and it doesn't really change what they did on in the draft. We'll we'll take we'll talk about the draft implications, but yeah, that's uh, offensively, like other than backup quarterback, and they probably need a big wide receiver on the outside, and they they need one interior offensive lineman who's not going to start to replace Evan Brown. That's it. Like, can, can that be a, a third rounder, a second absolutely. rounder? Can the same a big receiver be that second, third rounder? Absolutely. Because if you're going to go defense with the top two, which 
we forecast before free agency, and yep. uh, we'll talk about that later in the broadcast. It may have changed now with the signing of two corners. You may not now take a corner uh, with six or 18. It may be that edge rusher, and it could be an offensive player. Think about, okay, if you want to play the what-if game, so hopefully they're going to sign that backup quarterback from the list of guys who have started NFL games right. that, are, that, still, that, that are still free agents. Now you say, okay, we need the edge rusher. So at six, whether it's Jalen Carter, Anderson from Alabama falls to you, or you get the best edge rusher, you've upgraded your defense, right, after getting Hutch last year at number two. Now at 18, you start to do the math that maybe that big, tall receiver, that you add another, yeah, uh, Bengals have Jamar Chase, but you know what, we're going to drop Jameson Williams with a Jamar Chase-type possession guy. Yeah, right? you can you can you can absolutely make that. I don't know who that guy is in this draft. There's not a lot of them. But TCU receiver who tore apart. Quentin, Quentin Johnson. Is, I, I, he, I like him. He's very good. Is he like six three? Yeah, he, he's six four. Yeah, so six four two ten. And I thought he looked really good against Michigan's athletes. Yeah, he, he he's a very very talented player. He's one that that one was the best name. wide receivers. The other thing you can do is you can get a slot receiver a guy like Zay Flowers out of. Boston College is like 5'10", but can fly, can get Don't open right away. Don't have enough of that right now with Raymond and St. Brown? I, uh, Raymond, they got to figure out with – I think Raymond, they see him as an outside guy. He's just really small, and that that's an interesting spot so to So maybe meet. Spelling Williams yeah. more, right? Yeah, and that allows you to move Amon Ross St. Brown around a little bit more. So they, they have some some oh, flexibility God. there. It, it is really exciting There's right a lot now, of fun. Jeff. We're just talking about all these We're weapons all, on all offense, All the good man. things about the Lions. It's fun. This is heaven, Jeff. It's, this is heaven. It's a lot better than it has been. That's for dang sure. And you guess what? You and Superfly are stuck with me in heaven. You didn't expect that when you're on earth. <laughs> <laughs> All we're doing, we're in heaven. We're talking about how good the lions are. Gosh. And Rogers. Uh, and all that, oh and, and the Jets, and we'll get to that. We're there's, just so tired of Aaron Rodgers. Well, there's, Everybody's we'll, tired we'll, of Aaron We'll Rogers. be tired of him uh, when, when he's in New York, too. So a lot to get to if you have a Lions question. Uh, you can drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network. Also, DraftWire, uh, part of the USA Today Network, and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. One of our Lions insiders in studio today. Uh, NFL free agency officially uh, begins today. Is uh, the new league year they want to say begins? Whatever yeah. the NFL. They flip does. the calendar to 2023 at 4 o'clock. That's great. Yeah. I wish awesome. I could do that. Sounds nice. Wait, get, get extra yeah, time. Yeah, I wish I could get rid of days and weeks and just say, you know what? We're, nah, we're get done. Get rid of winter? That'd be hey, nice. It's Wednesday. You know what? It's a Friday on our calendar, Superfly. We're done for the week. That's it. So I do want to get to the defensive signings, Mosley and Sutton, and how that defense will look. Comiskey coming back, which, again, is another great move and another value. You're, you're seeing guys now. This is where the Lions are, which is really tough to digest, Jeff. When a Sutton wants to come or Mosley, they see the Lions are coming, and guys want to come back and play, and, and it's good that they're not – just cashing a paycheck. I mean, they're all getting paid, but there, there's good mojo with De- this. Detroit franchise. is a destination right mm. now, and a positive. It's not. And Brad Holmes again talked about this at the combine. We're not like, oh man, will this guy come here? Like we might have to overpay to get him. Like now, it's like, yeah, we're going to be turning guys away because we 
we we have we can be more selective because people want to come get here that now. Backup quarterback. They want to play for Dan Campbell. If they and drop the ball and don't get the backup quarterback, mm. that's going to hurt some. That's going to take us out of heaven a little bit. It'll mm. make us a little south of there. But, well, uh, no, it's the only negative. Only negative I have on this franchise. Yeah. And and again, they've got time, but they do need to do something. Give me there. the I, no, since the eight and two finish. The only two negatives I have how they could lay that egg at Carolina. And uh, yeah. the lack of a backup quarterback uh, and how it should be a priority. So we'll get to that. Jeff Risden uh, joining us in studio. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Again, your Lions questions. Add Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. NCAA tournament playing games have tipped off. Great night last night. Michigan also got a W uh, beating Toledo. It's amazing when Jed Howard's not in the lineup or playing how, as I said, how painfully obvious it is, how much better they are. Kobe Bufkin looks like an NBA first rounder when Jed Howard isn't playing in a game. If and I'm yes, going to say this, I'm going to, I'm not there, but I've played with teams. I don't care if it's rec, softball, high school, wherever. I've been around teams. You can tell when they don't like a dude, and it's the coach's son. And Juwan Howard never corralled him and gave him the free pass to play a role that he didn't fit to be the leader on this team, trying to elevate his draft status instead of helping Michigan. So they went from preseason 15 in the country, top three preseason in the Big Ten, to the NIT as a third seed. The devil jumped up on Jet and said, I'm going to move the basket when you're shooting. It's moving back and forth like you're at a carnival, and you know you want to get that big old elephant, and you're going to spend $300 for the $39 elephant, and the basket's moving, and you're shooting, you're telling your kids, Cedar Point's not winning this. Give me another 10. Give me another 10. Got it. Oh, yeah. Then you check your ATM card, and it costs you $375 to get that big old elephant for your little 8-year-old daughter, but you're one proud dad. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jeff Risden in studio. More after this network, T.O. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team. Because we're not just a bank, we're a partner, here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com.
Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa, Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Wednesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. More with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, now heading up DraftWire uh, with USA Today and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube and listen weekly and also see it. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, we're breaking down what the Lions have done so far in free agency. What remains? There's not a lot, uh, but we'll address all that. I do want to remind everybody, uh, you have less than 24 hours to get your bracket in in the Bean Garter Huge Bracket Buster Challenge. That $1,000 in cash could be yours, courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Get your bracket in right now. It's free at thehugeshow.net. Also, with our friends from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort and the Michigan Sports Network, you could win a trip to both opening days. The season opener in Tampa with airfare for two, hotel and two tickets to the game, and also two tickets to the Red Sox-Tigers home opener a week later on April 6th in downtown Detroit. You have to be 21 and up to enter. Just go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You'll see the pinned post. And you have until, I think, March 23rd uh, to enter. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and uh, if you're 21 and up, take a shot. Checking out both opening days, that would be pretty cool. Let's welcome in, once again, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, and Detroit Lions podcast. All right, so we talked about the offense. Uh, we talked about waiting for that uh, backup QB signing. Uh, it's about the only thing left, we think, the only big thing. Uh, defensively, uh, they went big early with Cam Sutton. Mosley comes in. You have two corners. Uh, Comiskey has re-signed for a couple of years. Anzalone, uh, which you reported at thelionswire.com along with other outlets, he gets a three-year deal. 
Man, uh, what what they've done with the Lions' defense uh, here in the last few days is amazing. It is, and and I don't think that Lions fans have a great appreciation for what Cam Sutton offers. This is a guy who was really, really solid for Pittsburgh, playing in a very similar style. Uh, Terrell Lawson was the defensive coordinator there. We all know him. Mike Tomlin loves. He's he's of the Dan Campbell mindset that he wants guys who will attack, and that's something that Cam Sutton does very well. If you want to knock him a little bit, he's not the greatest tackler in the world, but he's really good in coverage. He's smart. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that I got in talking to a couple of different Pittsburgh guys. You're gonna, he is so high level football intelligent. And that's something that the Lions stress. This is not a guy who's going to be blowing assignments. You, you, when you hear Dan Campbell talking after games and, and his press conferences, he talks about MAs, missed assignments. That's not going to happen with Cam Sutton. That's something that did happen with a lot of other guys uh, who have played and aren't playing much anymore. Uh, that's that, that that's a cardinal sin in Dan Campbell's world, and that's not going to happen with Sutton. It just doesn't. He's that he's he's smart. He's bright. He can play mostly outside. He can play inside. Can play zone. Can play man. Uh, again, not the most physical guy um, in run defense, but as a guy who can make a tackle on a receiver after he makes a catch, can come off of his guy. You know, if he's playing outside and he sees a slant route to the inside, he's going to crash in and make that play right away. That's who he is. Mosley is a guy, my goodness, if he had stayed healthy last year, he would be getting double what he's getting. But he tore his ACL first week of October. So he's going to be coming back in the offseason. He might miss the beginning of training camp, although it sounds like he should be ready. But this is a guy, he was he was the 49ers number one cornerback before he got hurt. That that's a guy one year six million dollars for that risk for that level of accomplishment I'll take that any day and and give him you know except that maybe he's going to start a little slow this is a guy who 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 can definitely start for you but doesn't have to he can push a guy like Jerry Jacobs he can push Jeff Okuda he can he is he's just an outside guy uh, and, and by the way uh, mostly in Sutton were ten, teammates of Tennessee once upon a time back in college. And played very well together. Love the SEC and the big conference power five guys that the Lions are drafting and signing. So speaking of signing Mosley uh, and Sutton, now does that change going after a corner at six? Does that bump you down to 18 chasing a corner? Does that push chasing a corner into the second round? Uh, From what you've seen so far uh, with free agent signings for the Lions, how do they affect pick six and eighteen in the first round from what we thought just a week ago? Yeah, I, I think that cornerback isn't isn't as massive of a priority. But again, Sutton's the only guy who's long, long term. Mosley's a one year guy. Okuda's playing the last year of his contract. Will Harris is back one year, super cheap, not going to start. Um, at least we hope he's not going to start. But he's the guy that can back up every position in the secondary. If you're paying veteran minimum for that, that's fine. He knows the system. He's he he likes the team. Coaches trust him. I'm not the biggest fan of his play, but I'll take that. Like that, that's good. That's a, that's a role that you got to fill. They did it, so they still long term need a at least one starting cornerback. Now, may, maybe maybe Jerry Jacobs solidifies himself in that role. That'd be fantastic. I love Jerry. He's been a big friend for the Detroit Lions podcast. He's a great guy. I've gotten to know him some. I'm rooting for him, but I, I like to have some insurance there. So uh, maybe not six, but certainly 18. Cornerback is still in play. You know, and then there's a bunch of guys, and we've we've talked about those. Uh, keep an eye on Deontay Banks out of uh, Maryland because he's a guy that really fits what the Lions want to do, and that's about the range where he's going to go. 
and then you don't have to pay that premium on Christian Gonzalez or Devon Witherspoon, where it's probably earlier than they should be going at six, and then you're going to get that Jeff Okuda syndrome where fans just dislike him instantly because he was overdrafted. Uh, and people still hold that against Jeff Okuda, and uh, it turns out they're probably right. He was a little overdrafted, but at the time, like there wasn't a lot of other options that were available for what they wanted to do. So I, I, I get that, but I, I yeah, the 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 big thing. Haven't talked quarterback. Quarterback is now quietly the biggest need on offense. Not so quietly, really. Well, what are the needs? Uh, we'll we'll get to yeah. quarterback. We'll wrap up. Uh, we'll touch on. Uh, quarterback again uh, yeah. in our next segment, but Kaminsky resigned. We know his value, depth, and we know how much better Aiden Hutchinson played with Kaminsky 100%. Uh, healthy in the lineup. Uh, you get the corners now. You have you got options. You're your draft. No one's going to know where you're going. Right. Obviously, edge rusher would be you know someone the opposite side of Hutch yeah. is, is going to be one of those two picks. And 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 when you're looking now at the quarterback frenzy, and you're looking at the trade of the Bears uh, with the Panthers. There, there is a possibility, depending on what Arizona does, if they are locked in in Anderson or Carter, that one of those two guys could be there. Seattle's the wild card because they re-signed Geno. They're at five. Arizona's yeah. at three. I, I, I believe there's going to be a rush on the quarterbacks, and the quarterbacks could be the first four picks. I just feel the need out there for QBs, which means – that would put the Lions in a great position of getting either Carter or Anderson for their defensive line. Yeah, or, or Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, who's going to be right up there with those guys. Uh, Jalen Carter, by the way, we got to talk about that briefly, had his pro day today, showed up nine pounds heavier and didn't work out. That's not a good look. Off of what you're dealing with with leaving the scene of the accident. Exactly. That is not a good look for him at all. This is a guy who really needs to do some damage control, and he just threw more gas onto his own fire. Very bad decision by on his part. It, it shows that he's not taking the draft prep seriously. When you're talking about a guy, Dan Campbell wants guys who eat, sleep, breathe football. Jalen Carter's eating nine pounds of food in two weeks from the combine. That's that's not exactly dedicating yourself to football. That's not sending the right signal to Detroit. So, like there was already questions like, do you really want a guy who leaves the the scene of an accident where a teammate died? Like. I get, I get youthful panic. Like I can get that. Okay, I, I can I can overlook that if there's enough other things to like. But he's not helping himself, man. That that's hard to watch. It really is. Yeah, I agree with you, hundred percent. But options, uh, options. Yeah, they have six. they have a lot of options at six. Yeah, six options at eighteen. You get into the uh, second round, uh, but the focus needs to be on getting that backup QB uh, because the market is moving fast right now. The NFL teams realize that Mullins. Resigning with the Vikings or keeping their backups, you know, Winston with the Saints, Baker Mayfield going uh, to Tampa. Uh, you get uh, really like that. Sam Darnold went to the um, Niners for a one-year deal, and that's protection on Purdy. And if Trey Lance doesn't work out, you got a veteran. That that's what I'm saying. They need yep. something like that. Smart smart things can happen with that. Well, they it, need it, to make that move. They they do need to get on that because that price tag after the draft will only go up because that's when the market is going to be like, oh. This team still needs guys. There's not many left. They like, got to do it now. Yeah, yeah. Get, get that taken care of. I would have went right out and got Stidham. He was young, and I would have beat the Broncos to that. But uh, you know, they got him for five million a year for two years. Jeff Risden, LionsWire dot com. Follow LionsWire on Facebook, Twitter. Also follow Risden for the latest on the Lions and the NFL. At Jeff R I S D O N. Also, he now has stepped up overseeing. Draftwire for USA Today, and he's a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Just search for that 
on YouTube. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, we'll update the Lions backup QB situation, the most pressing need. We both agree on that. The Rogers situation, the rest of NFL free agency on this Wednesday broadcast on the Michigan Sports Network. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. See the legendary gravedigger and more tear up the dirt with massive stunts, all-out racing, and crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam, as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BKD Tires. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on The Huge Show, wrapping up our number one on this Wednesday. We'll have more from Jeff Risden, one of our Lions insiders in studio. From the LionsWire.com. Also follow LionsWire on Facebook and Twitter. And DraftWire. He's in charge of NFL draft coverage now. You're around for DraftWire, part of the USA Today Network, and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. We'll get to the backup QB situation, Rodgers and the Jets. 
Uh, a lot going on here on officially the start of the new NFL year and free agency, even though legal tampering has been going on uh, the last couple of days. I do have a NCAA tournament reminder on Friday at 12.15. You can join me at Johnny Brands on Leonard in Grand Rapids right off of 131. I'll be enjoying the 699 burger and fries for lunch they have at all Brands locations Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. Not really a watch party, just hanging out watching Michigan State Southern Cal on Friday at Johnny Brands on Leonard in GR. And I'll be there around noon. And if you can make it to the Leonard location, uh, I'd love to see you. Say hello. If you can't, all the brand's locations have the burger and fries. six ninety nine for lunch. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. You'll find a brand's in Bay City, brand's in Caledonia, brand's in Holland, Johnny Brand's in Granville, Mike Brand's in Cascade, and also Johnny Brands on Leonard will be on Friday, 12-15, Michigan State, USC, NCAA Tournament Opener with the huge show and Johnny Brands on Leonard in GR. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You got the girls road to the Breslin uh, happening this weekend in hoops. Uh, go check it out. Uh, they do a fantastic job, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, uh, with the state championships. Jeff Risden, his daughter, an up-and-coming superstar basketball and volleyball player <laughs> on the west side of the state at Zeeland East. She's only in eighth grade, right? Eighth grader. Yeah. Wow, she's a yeah. star. Got to give up some respect uh, to West Catholic for beating a very good Holland Christian team. Uh, coached by Levi Painter. Really good up-and-coming coach on the Lakeshore. Uh, they made it to the Breslin. So congratulations to uh, to West Catholic. Grand Rapids West Catholic defensively. Uh, they're good offensively, but their defense, from a high school basketball perspective, boys or girls might be... Some of the best. Uh, they got, they got a system and it works. Yeah, they do. Well, and, and they're a small school. They have like, you know what, 500 kids of that. So and it's about the offseason. It's about the commitment, the training. Uh, your son was named all-conference. Lane for Zeeland East, big 6'9 uh, man in the paint who can drop the three with the touch of a 5'8 guard. <laughs> Good for Lane. Yeah, we're very proud of him. He made uh, first team all-conference OK Green. So that was very your, nice. your kids work hard. And I know through our conversations over the last couple of years, you guys are going everywhere with tournaments, you and your wife, for your children. And it pays off if the kids want it. They got to want it if they, they want do, it. They do have to want it. And you can tell pretty quickly oh. from watching the, the teams who wants it and who doesn't. And usually it's about that 8th grade, ninth grade time yeah. where do they just want to play in their high school teams which is cool yep or do they want more and that would be the training the club the travel and that's up to the kids because you can't you can't force a high schooler realistically with three kids in high school right now 
I I feel like I'm outnumbered every week I have the kids, I which you, I am. I don't know how you sleep. Three high schoolers. <laughs> oh, my God. I got, a, I got a junior and an eighth grader. I think they have rotating attitudes. I go, you know what? I'm going to tell Dad to stick it today. I'll do tomorrow. Hey, you grab the other day. So, But they got to want it. You know, they, I mean, they do. My and son Ace seems to want it with football. Legend seems to want it with soccer, kind of reengaged with club and everything after taking two years off, which I think was good for him. With the pandemic, you need that sometimes. My son needed that in basketball. It happened right after his his the summer after his eighth grade year was was the pandemic, and like he kind of needed that break. It, it was it was good for him. It made him realize that he really wanted to play. Yeah, all conference six nine, uh, getting recruited, playing yeah. travel ball, high level, and yeah. we'll, we'll, I, I think he's a MAC player right now. We'll see we we will level. consider all offers. Send him on. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> uh, they call him Mister Nil in Zealand, <laughs> Jeff Riston. <laughs> From the Lions Wire, uh, you can follow the Lions Wire on Facebook and Twitter. And now he's in charge of Draft Wire. You're around NFL draft coverage on the USA Today Network and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Yeah, so he's earned it though. I, kids who work hard, you know. Like I saw Grace Lions. I was at the Rockford Boys, uh, I think regional game uh, against Northview uh, last Friday. Grand Rapids Northview, and I saw Mitch and. Uh, his wife afterwards, and I saw Grace, and she's a junior at Rockford. They're back at the Breslin. They are back as well. They beat Holt. Being uh, pretty good. Yeah, last night. Played defense. Again, defense first. You know, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I'm watching girls' teams and girls' travel ball play more defense than the boys do. Oh, 100%. I was, I was, in, I was at the Spartan Classic this weekend with my daughter up in, in – they played at Mount Pleasant for the girls – yeah, the, the teams with better defense won. Yeah, the Spartan won. Classic in Mount Pleasant yeah. at CMU is yeah. nice. Yeah, Maury Kors does a great job up there. But they yeah, play was, defense, though, don't, more they than do. the boys, they don't do. they? And, and the team that won, the team that beat my daughter's team in the finals, did it because they were pesky on defense, and they like we had a couple big girls put the ball on the ground. That ball was going the other way. If you're big, you do not dribble unless you can finish it. Or you dribble opposite hand with your body against a defender and they can't get to you. But well, we're breaking it down. There, there's a there's a lot of really good girls basketball talent on this side of the state. Aside from Macy Brown, and, who was Miss Basketball? Miss basketball. Congratulations. She, she's a fantastic East uh, Grand Rapids. No, no, well, very well. She runs the the girls basketball program at at MBA. Uh, yeah, Macy played my, with my daughter when they were eleven, I think, or twelve, just before she went full time. To the NBA yeah. volleyball or basketball. basketball, yeah, and yeah, Macy was a great soccer player too. Holy cow, play with my daughter. They yeah. great young lady. She, she will be at Michigan next year, and she will be playing. And the sisters are at one. One is at Northwestern uh, and plays a lot. Is and, one at Valpo? Yes, yes, that's what I yeah. thought. So they, yeah, it's great family. Yeah, a good, great family. Yeah, good family. All, all really good, supportive people. Like they're they're and good kids. Time to the, not, yeah, they're not, not burned out. Not kids. Not at like all. They're being forced, they're not right? at all. They are. They love what they do, and they're very magnanimous about it. It's it's great to see. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He just told us that Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show said that his intentions are to go to the Jets. Which means, I knew on the Pat, Matt, or, so you're Aaron Rodgers, you're making this monumental move to the biggest market in America, biggest city, biggest NFL market. You're not going to make your official announcement on a podcast with a guy who goes sleeveless with t-shirts. You're just not, <laughs> it's, you're not going to do, I like Pat McAfee, I, I appreciate anybody willing to uh, lay out an opinion 
But that's going to be the pomp and circumstance in New York with the live coverage on ESPN and live coverage on New York sports TV and news outlets. It's going to be Rodgers in a suit. It's going to be big for the Jets. They're not going to have the official announcement like people were saying today on the Pat McAfee show. No, they're not. He, he, so when he first started off, I, I believe he said, um, I, this wasn't the day that I made the decision. This is the day that I'm clearing things but up. Then he, right? But then in typical Aaron Rodgers fashion, 10 minutes later, he's like, uh, my intention is to go to the Jets, which means he's the Jets have probably told him and his agent, hey, don't make that announcement today. Right. We're going to do it. And the Jets could uh, do it, you know. Probably tomorrow. They don't want to be lost in the shuffle of this day. Yeah, it's a big day around everywhere. In they the got NFL. the NCAA tournament, so they might wait until like Monday and make the. Well, see, and they they still, by the way, have to work out a trade with the Packers, and that's been uh, they've been negotiating back and, and I, forth. And I doubt and, the Packers are exactly sitting there going, "We're going to work with you, Aaron. We're going to get this done really fast." <laughs> So you publicly said your intention is to go to the Jets. You get Lazard signing the four-year, $44 million deal. Reports that he has a list. Wait, Randall Cobb that oh he wants goodness. his guys taken care of, right? You, you, oh. you would think that would be after you had the trade done. But now if you're the Packers going, all right, he's out here saying intention, uh, we want another draft pick, right? Absolutely. Give me give me a first and a second instead of just a first. Do you think they're after uh, – this is the anniversary, by the way, of the date Rodgers signed that, what, $150 million three-year extension, which is where, well, even a little bit more than $50 million a year. This is the anniversary date. Do you think the Packers are going to be Mr. Friendly to Aaron Rodgers right now and his representation? I think they're all relieved that he's going to be leaving. Based, right. on, based on everything that we've and heard. I don't think they wanted to go. I would say that they don't want this to go any longer than it has to, but you, you get the dates on when the trade could happen. His intention, because of salary cap implications, uh, a thing that this isn't a free agent signing like we're seeing right. with other people. So there's when when will, will this deal officially be signed? It might not be into June when you get the. When the Packers take a lesser salary cap hit, am I correct on that? Yeah, they can. They can. They can make. It's easier to manipulate salaries Is after it, June first. So, so you could agree to a deal right now, but you don't sign it until. Who or, knows what they're or it goes do. effective, you know, June one. This June has 10. just been so we're we're all so dang tired of Aaron Rodgers. Everybody in Green Bay is more tired than we are because it's like their local news. Like they they lead. With that's like like the Weather Channel leading with Groundhog Day with you know Puxatawney Phil like that's well they lead with cheese every day and then it's Rogers lead with cheese is I mean, a news mantra for Green Bay Television. Uh, I, I kind of like some cheese. That I know good. I like yeah, there's some really good cheese in Wisconsin. There really is. They're really they have like roadside cheese shops. Yeah, the, the little cheese curds that are. That, it's, I don't it's, like cheese curds. Really? No, I don't oh, like them. Oh, I, I don't. I, I hate good. Them. Get a little Superfly likes some jalapeno cheese curds. That actually sounds pretty good. Uh, by the way, uh, Guy Ferrari will join us. Uh, Jeff and I will break down uh, cheese curds and bacon or jalapeno. So Rogers, oh, the, the best thing about this Rogers story, and I said this on the air yesterday, Jeff. And it's going to be over. <laughs> it's over, and he leaves the NFC North. So you got another team in transition. So you have the Vikings, who were incredibly lucky. Uh, yes. Incredibly lucky last year. Lions led them by double digits on the road early in the season, couldn't close the deal. So you have the Bears, where they got D.J. Moore, but, uh, you know, it's obvious 
Uh, when you look at Fields, he's not a polished passer. He's a better runner. Bears got better, but they still better. need to get a lot better. Okay, so now you're looking at Rodgers leaving and a lot of the players around him in Green Bay leaving. It's really a rebuild start over. Yeah, and you're throwing in... And the Lions are sitting there with everything they've added offensively and defensively, and the only thing missing is that backup QB, which we'll talk about in a little bit. We touched on it in hour number one, but Rodgers gone from the NFC North is a great thing for your Detroit Lions. It is, and keep in mind they're replacing him with Jordan Love, a guy who wasn't better than Tim Boyle two years ago. Think about that. We've, we've seen Tim Boyle, and it, like everything that came out of Green Bay that summer was... Yeah, he's better than than Love. Like now, obviously, it's been two full seasons. Love hopefully has improved, but now you got to do it. Like again, Alan Lazard is gone. Sounds like Robert Tanya and their tight end is gone. Like they're losing pieces there. Well, Rogers' wish list had uh, Cobb and supposedly Odell Beckham. I had my own conspiracy theory about putting Odell on the list. Rogers is smart enough to know if Odell is a New York Jet after being a New York Giant that he'll be a lightning rod for that New York media more than the focus just on Rodgers. I will tell you from covering Odell in Cleveland, Odell would love that. He would love to be... But he's saying be, he wants $20 million a year. He he probably does. He's not. I, I would pray that he doesn't get that. This is a guy who the last three games that he's played, he's torn his ACL twice. The same one. Not exactly engendering a lot of confidence in his long-term health. And, by the way, he, he gets hurt all the time. Uh, the years He spent two and a half seasons in Cleveland. He went through one, one fully padded practice in that time because they're trying, they're trying desperately to keep him healthy. Since then, he's torn his ACL twice. I don't think that's probably going to end too well for Odell, but he's a big name, bright, shiny object. New York loves him. The New York media loves him. Or they love to hate him. Either way, that doesn't matter to Odell because his name is on their lips. Uh, the the Rush song, Malignant Narcissism, is a very appropriate one for this situation. I love how you drop music in with your opinions. Have to. You like, you like, you like DJ Sporty Jeff. He should have your own wheels of steel. Uh, here's, more, <laughs> here's more on Rogers from what Superfly uh, gave us, what he said earlier this afternoon. Since Friday, I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention is to play for the New York Jets. The Packers would like to move on. They let me know that in so many words. I still have that fire, and I want to play. Okay, yeah, like anybody thought you're done. I love Green Bay. I love the people. I love so many people in that town. I'm not upset about it. I have love for every Packer fan in that organization. Jordan Love is a freaking great kid I got so many great friends on that team. Listen to the language. So, you know, I, I think he wants to be nice on the way out, right? He's trying to trying to ease it over a little so bit. So this sounds like we can agree on what he said on Pat McAfee's podcast that it's over, which most of us knew, it's over in Green Bay. Yeah. And for him to talk like this, though, it, it leads me to believe that they would have a deal done. Otherwise, the Jets would ask him, hey, don't say a word. We don't want to increase the price. He, you know, Lazard signing is yeah. a sign that he knows Rodgers is coming, that he wants some receivers who know you know, his routes, how he does it, right? Yeah, and they do have good re- – like, Garrett Wilson's a rookie of the year. Like, that guy can play. They, they've got some weapons there, but adding familiarity with, with Rodgers, that makes some sense. They probably need to bolster their line a little bit, but they're, they're not 
He's out of the he, NFC North. He's going into a good situation. I don't care what happens with the Jets because you look at Josh Allen now. Look at the AFC quarterbacks. Rodgers with the Jets. Josh Allen. Yeah. You got Tua with Miami. They're yeah. going to stick with him. Uh, you got Burrow, right? Mahomes, Russell Wilson. We'll see with Peyton how yeah. different uh, he is. I mean, you got Justin Jimmy Herbert. Jimmy G now with the Raiders. Yeah, they're loaded. It's going to be a battle for him. Geno had an unbelievable year with the Seahawks. Even, he got a big deal. Even Tua in Miami, if he can stay healthy for more than oh, six you got, games oh, at a time. Hold on. Don't, you got Jacksonville with our man. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, the man with the mane, Trevor. Uh, and who else? You got the young, you got Pickett, right? Yeah. I mean, with Pittsburgh. They do have look, Deshaun look Watson in Cleveland. Deshaun well Watson in Cleveland, you're making all that money. You got Lamar still in the AFC. For but, now. Well, look at options now. With Heineke signing with Washington, with Darnold signing uh, the one-year deal with the Niners, with the quarterbacks being a priority at the top, why the Panthers traded with the Bears. Right. You know, you're starting to think, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, Jeff, that there was that article that there wouldn't be any takers for Jackson, and Baltimore rolled the dice saying the non-exclusive tag, they get him for maybe close to $10 million cheaper than they would have. Now will Lamar tell him, stick it? I doubt he's going to say that to $30 million. And And with Rodgers going to the Jets, you know, who now has, and Heineke is going to be there with Ritter as the co-QBs, in Atlanta, Baker Mayfield to Tampa, where where are potential bidders for Lamar Jackson? There there really aren't many. That's what the, they, they there's none. Up. There's yeah. none. Detroit's not doing it. Chicago's not doing it. Green Min- Bay's not doing it. Minnesota can't do it. Like there's I don't think Green Bay with the money tied up in Rodgers, they can't do it. So who's who's the better? Daniel Jones resigned with the Giants. Yeah, there it's 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 an interesting. Who's way the to, better? There's the Mac Jones is set with New England. Yeah, you have, I mentioned Pickett with the Steelers. There is the Tennessee thing, but I don't know their financial structure and their salary. And they they're starting to strip it down. I mean, they're trying to trade Derrick Henry allegedly. Well, they lost a couple defensive. Like I don't. That's probably not the best. You would think Belichick would give up the world for Henry with the Patriots. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. It does. But yeah, then the, Ezekiel Elliott's getting released uh, by the Cowboys, and again, it comes to money, and you know you get that window. I mean, where uh, Lamar, ask yourself, where is a taker for Lamar? It's hard to find one that, that could make it work, that has two first-round picks to give up, and, and an the opening only thing would be for if the an salary. Indy, if an Indy went crazy and said, we're going to give you our first-round high pick, we're going to do this, but it's it's future year, so it's not this year. They right? want they want one this year and one next mm-hmm. year. So that's uh, that's a, that's a pickle. So they, where, they where, do they do have the cap room? Like Indianapolis is probably the only place. That's that what I was happen. thinking. But would you do you do that for when you have to pay Lamar hundred and whatever he wants? Like he he laughed at one hundred and thirty five million fully guaranteed. He wants a lot more than that. Would you do that or would you risk that you can get? Anthony Richardson or Bryce Young, maybe for you know forty million, and you for, buy for time five with years. the fans too. Yeah, when you get a young quarterback, you got a couple three year right. window, and the Colts' window is changed because their their offense or their defense kind of got old. Their offensive line isn't what it used to be. Like they're sort of in a transition. How spot. crazy is that? There's not a taker for Lamar. It's it's wild when you watch him play and how good he is. Uh, but he he didn't. 
<laughs> what are we missing? I mean, I, I went through just quickly there, in there's, my mind. There's just not any space. I mean, Dallas maybe, but that. that they they got the, they, they got the Dak money tied up there. They do. They can't really afford that. They, they had to keep Dak over you know Ezekiel and huh? you know what's amazing is McCarthy talks about you know when they when they made changes in the coaching staff they want to run the ball more and they're going to get rid of Zeke. And Tony Pollard's coming off of a broken leg. That's he should be it, fine. But yeah, I mean it's it's. It's an interesting spot that Lamar put himself in, and I think Baltimore took advantage of it. And I don't know how that relationship's going to. Like, do you want? Do you, if you were Lamar Jackson, how comfortable would you be going back to Baltimore with the way that they've treated you? Not only going back to Baltimore for the one year with a non-exclusive deal, if, he, if, if there's not any offer tendered to him, but beyond that, what I just went through. Right. Where are landing spots for Lamar? Right. Because now you're going to get the influx of this four young quarterbacks. You have existing deals. Yep. You know, I know some, you know, we talked about it last week. Oh, well, the Lions should do it. No, Lions are in a good place. They don't need a guy who didn't want to play. They don't need the culture breaker. They can't take that chance. They they are happy with Goff as their starter, and they should be. And they're going to run the next two years with him. Yep. And the key will be if one of those big four quarterbacks are available at six, and they know they could groom a quarterback for two years, that might be a smart business move at six, based on what you've picked up and re-signed in free agency. And, and look at the look at the we're talking about the free agent quarterback contracts earlier. There's going to be market for if you've got, let's just say it's Will Levis from Kentucky, who I I hope not. I'm not a big fan of his, but if they draft Will Levis and in two years he's progressed, he plays well in the preseason, looks good, and then you want to keep Goff, you decide that Goff, hey, we might have won a Super Bowl by now. We're, it's a Jordan Love, my, you know, a lesser scale, but it's it's the Love-Rogers thing. Exactly. Or you can do what, what the Patriots did with Jimmy Garoppolo and Matt Castle once upon a time and flip them for, for more picks uh, and push that salary window down the road. That's, that's not a bad option or, either. Or if, if he's sitting there and you're at six and somebody wants him and you have to bump down four or five spots but get another second rounder, which means you could get even more depth. Yeah. You have options. That's what we talked about in hour number one, that the Lions have more options. They have addressed more needs in this offseason than I've ever seen before. And the only need that remains in my mind would be, you know, backup O-line, obviously. Yeah. And you need that veteran quarterback. And the names are, you know, Minshew, Wentz, Mariota, uh, if you're looking at a Teddy Bridgewater, I'd take him as a backup, yeah, right? J- Jacoby Brissett's probably going to want too much money. Nah, I don't like him. No, I don't Matt like, Ryan is done. No, I don't like, like Brissett either. I, I Give me Bridgewater. You know, Minshew is the guy I think that could start, if Goff went down in game one, could finish 16 games for you, and you still could make the playoffs. Minshew, he has that like cult of personality that can attract, and, and it would a, work in Detroit. There's another music reference, Living Color. That's a great album. Yeah, called a personality. Look at great Risden song. just made, made the top twenty in uh, uh, Rolling Stones' top metal songs of all time. Look at this. This is how I spend my free time, Bill. Well, you, I, I don't you, watch movies. I don't watch TV. I listen to music. All right, you might want to start jogging or something. <laughs> Get a hobby. That's not wrong. So, who's who's your quarterback uh, with Dalton signing to be a backup or the starter in the rookie in Carolina? Probably. Learns on the job. Yeah. Stidham signed to be the backup with Denver. Uh, you know, Mullen's going to stay with the Vikings, backup cousins. Pretty much every team 
made sure to lock it up. Detroit doesn't have that backup. With the list of what's available right now, who's your guy that the Lions need you know, as, Mar- as their backup QB? Mariota would be interesting because he can do something that, that a couple of the Lions coaches have mentioned this offseason, and that's present a look that's different in in practice and and challenge the defense with that sort of mobility and the RPO stuff. Like Tim Boyle could do that a little bit. Uh, I don't want to bag on him too bad because he is a very good athlete uh, and did present that. But uh, they they need they need somebody that can do that. Uh, Cooper Rush isn't really like I like Cooper Rush. If if you need somebody to run the offense that Jared Goff runs, he can do that. Now he's not he's not as dynamic. He's not as accurate. But he's close enough that you could certainly get by with him. Dallas did a great job. He went five and one last year with Dallas. Uh, won a lot of key games for them, and was was one of the reasons why they made the playoffs while Dak was hurt. That's what you need in Detroit. Mario has a little bit more. Um, he's got certainly got more experience, more mobility, a little bit more improvisational ability. But he might not be the best fit in the offense. So he he makes sense. Minshew again, a bit of a wild card personality, but they're going to need that. You know, they're they're losing. Doesn't he sleep in a van? He might. He very well might. In a, down by the river. <laughs> oh, I think he like already toured the West like in, in a van. He he's he's an eccentric. But chances dude. are you better have a drug test machine right there in the front seat. He wears the uh, the cutoff jorts as like his off field uniform, which yeah. is just guys not a great with look. cowboy boots and yeah. a cowboy hat. Right, friends don't let friends Tank wear top. jorts. Please, please don't wear jorts. Please don't. No. It's just not a good look. No, especially off jean shorts look good on women, not on men. Yeah, I would agree. They don't, <coughs> they don't look good on men. Oh God! I yeah, get a drink. <laughs> it's not booze. It's just my jug of diet coke. You, you, you got to get that diet coke down to erase the thought of me and jorts. Guys in jean shorts. Yeah, it's, what do they it's call just them? jorts. Jorts, really? Yeah, I got another name for it. But <laughs> we're a family show. We can't talk about it. <laughs> uh, Jeff Risden from uh, the Lions Wire. Uh, joining us in studio, if you want the latest Lions NFL info, follow Lions Wire on Facebook and Twitter, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, uh, his personal account where he drops all the Lions NFL news, and now Draft Wire. Have you created a Twitter and Facebook for that yet, or is that coming? Oh, that, that's been running for a long time. Has uh, it really? Yep, I took over for uh, Luke Easterling, who'd been there for five or six years. Um, but now you're overseeing draft. I'm wire. overseeing it with uh, with another guy, uh, the guy who runs Steelers Wire. We're taking over together. We used to work together at Bleacher Report doing scouting reports back in 2013 so and 2014. Follow Draft Wire on Facebook and Twitter. Absolutely, go I'm gonna for have it. To, yep. I'm going to have to share that. I'll do that. Coming we, up, we've got we've got all kinds of stuff coming there. I, I'm I'm focusing on pro days this week, and Michigan State's was today, and I wasn't there, and that kind of bugs me. But uh, I'll, I'll get some information on that. I know people. They'll show the video of it, won't they? Share it like MSU. Absolutely, yeah. North Northwestern. By the You're way, you're overseeing the draft wire uh, right now. Part of the USA Today Network. They'll send you the video if you ask. They they're pretty good about that. I will say, uh, pay attention to Northwestern's pro day real quick to go draft nerd on you. Adibo Ware. Oh, I forget. That's his last name. We'll just go with that. Ade, Ade Bawore, the defensive tackle, ran the fastest fastest 40-yard dash time of any person heavier than 270 pounds ever at the Combine. The Lions were there. They met with him. They had dinner with him last night. They met with him also at the Senior Bowl. They met with him at the Combine. This is a guy that they've got a lot of interest in. He's a second-round pick. If you like if you like your penetrating short defensive tackles, he's 6'1", 282. He's a really good option for for an interior pass rusher, and that is another spot that they need. They got to build up that defensive tackle. They brought Isaiah Bugs back; that's great. 
good culture fit. Aline McNeil is there. Benito Jones is back, but they got to get more, more, more there. And uh, he's a, he's a second round option that would do a lot if they don't take Jalen Carter or Kalijah Cancy or Brian Breesy. Um, I would say I think Adebowale is probably a better player than Breesy is at this point. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. There's your draft nerd minute. No, it's all right. Uh, draft wire. Follow uh, <laughs> Jeff who's overseeing that now uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, and also the Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast, uh, their weekly uh, feature. Uh, you can watch yeah. and listen, and sometimes they do it uh, more than once a week based on uh, breaking stories. If you have a Lions question for us, I had a huge show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, also on the eve of the NCAA tournament. Get your bracket in in the Bean Carter Huge Bracket Buster Challenge. $1,000 in cash could be yours. Get your bracket in right now at thehugeshow.net. Uh, you have to do that, I think, by tonight or tomorrow morning. Just go to thehugeshow.net, get your bracket in. And we have that awesome giveaway from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and the Michigan Sports Network. You'll, you can see one winner. And a guest will see the season opener in Tampa for the Tigers with airfare for two, hotel, two tickets to the game. And you'll get two tickets to the Tigers-Red Sox home opener a week later on April 6th. You have to be 21 and up to enter. Go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You'll see the pin post. Uh, enter today. The winner will be announced coming up on March 24th. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. How would you like to win $1,000 in cash courtesy of Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter? Well, the huge Bracket Buster Challenge is back. Get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You have until the tourney tips off to get your picks in, and you could win $1,000 courtesy of Bean Garter, one of America's top accounting and business firms, and now partners with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before. So are you strong enough to make the right picks in the huge Bean Garter Bracket Buster Challenge? Log on and enter right now at thehugeshow.net. It's open to the first 1,000 people who enter who want a shot at that $1,000 in cash. Get your picks in now before the tournament begins on Thursday at thehugeshow.net. And that $1,000 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter could be yours. At Meyer, you get more for your money every time you shop. Like right now, when you mix or match more than a 1,000 items across the store, you'll pay just $1 each when you buy seven on items like extra-large avocados, Campbell's Condensed Soup, Nor Pasta and Rice Sides, and Body Armor Super Drink. Get them all for just $1 when you buy seven or more. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices whether you shop in-store, pickup, or have it delivered right to your door. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa, Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show for a very important second segment during our number two. A crucial word to use when describing the second segment. Superfly Hayes is our producer extraordinaire. Seven out of ten shows. I really like working with him. Thank you, Superfly, for everything you do. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. DraftWire, part of the USA Today Network and the Detroit Lions podcast in studio. NFL free agent uh, Wednesday. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, earlier this afternoon on the Pat McAfee podcast, his intention is to play with the Jets. That's not the biggest surprise in the world. The one thing, Jeff, I said this on the show, I think it was late Monday. If you now look at Rodgers leaving, and I know Carr came to the Saints from the AOC, you ask yourself right now, this is not a crazy question. Jared Goff is a top three quarterback in the NFC. Possibly. Right, yeah. So we put Hertz first, no debate there. Hertz is up there. I mean, oh, who, who's who, Dak Prescott in front of him? No. Maybe. No, I wouldn't do maybe, that. Maybe, but you could certainly argue that. Okay. Daniel Jones, no. Cousins? I mean, maybe, but probably not. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking based on how he played the final 10. The way that Jared Goff finished last year, he's certainly in that. He top could be three. top two. He very well could Well, you got Carr, but again, Carr was dealt from the Raiders. Carr, so Carr is a weird situation. You have Baker now yeah. in Tampa. I'm just going, you, you have Trey Lance, Purdy, or Sam Darnold with the Niners. Yeah, you got Stafford. I mean, what, what about the talk of shopping him? I don't know what's going on with that. I don't. Is he not healthy? Is the damage goods? That's there was. The, they remember know he's he, a concussion, maybe away from not playing. Well, remember right? he had to come out and say that he was going to play again. Like there, he had to dispel the rumors that he might be retiring because and, of uh, the concussions right. and the wife naturally. Right. His we, wife, who's wonderful oh, on social media. Oh boy, yeah, we we do not miss Kelly Stafford at all. I, I think they call her career killer Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, my first thought was they know he's a hit away maybe from not playing yeah. and they want to get something in return, right? Possibly. You know, Kyler Murray is out for the start of the season in Arizona. Who knows what, what's going to happen back, there? Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, based on, I'm saying not their career stats, not what they've done. I'm looking at how they finished last year going into this 2023 season. There is a legitimate argument that Goff might be the second best quarterback in the NFC behind Hurts. 
I could buy that. Absolutely. It's not crazy. Yeah, it's not crazy at all. You, know, you could you could argue Cousins in front of them based on what Minnesota did or Dak, but then Zeke's gone. I you know, you're you're looking at the Cowboys and what are they doing? Right? I don't uh, who knows what they're doing. They're they are uh Although they did get Stephon Gilmore on defense, which is a very nice move. That's a nice corner. Uh, underappreciated move for them. Yeah, think about it with Diggs and Gilmore in their secondary. Yeah. And Micah Parsons. They're in it to win it, and they're talking about getting DeAndre Hopkins. And we'll Vandebosch, they re-signed him, the linebacker. So there, it looks yeah. like they're going to focus on defense and running the football. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> now we got Montgomery. I mean, I'm just looking at... The Lions, and they're going to be able to do both. The Lions weaponry. Think about the play action you can do knowing you can send Jamison Williams on a fly pattern. The impact that he has on the safeties on the other team is it. you, you really do have to see it to appreciate it, how much they panic when they see him in a, running in the open field. That opens up so much space for Amon Ross St. Brown and Kayleigh Raymond and whoever's running out of the backfield, whether it's David Montgomery or DeAndre Swift or even Craig Reynolds. They just get so much more space because of what Jameis Williams can do. Uh, and I equate it, I watched, I covered the Houston Texans when they had Will Fuller there with with uh, Deshaun Watson. And the big thing that he did was he wasn't good at catching the football, but he made such an impact on the game that he made everybody else that much better. And Jameis better than Will Fuller is at catching the football. He's better, he's faster like that's that's something that the Lions can really work with, man. And they're they're building around that. That it, it's a smart, prudent way to build. It really is. Think about it when the safety drifts over to help the corner on Williams, and all of a sudden it's a de- delayed draw to Montgomery, and he's got fifteen, twenty, if not more, up the middle. Right? Oh, you're getting me excited. And Swift now. doesn't run. And the one thing I go back to Hard Knocks, where Staley was really on him about finding your hole, staying with it between the tackles. Swift hasn't been that good. He's been great. When he bounces to yeah, the outside, yeah, he's right? good on that. But he he needs to trust that the hole is going to be where the hole is should right. be, and he doesn't do that. And that's very evident on film. And if he starts to figure that out, he can be really good in this offense. There are times when he has been really good in this offense. There are also times when he runs into the butt of of the pulling guard because he doesn't remember that that's where the guard is pulling. That kind of stuff has to stop, and that's one of the reasons why they haven't signed him to an extension, and one of the reasons why he probably won't be back in Detroit unless he shows a lot more next year. Think about the NFC QB list now with Rodgers going to the Jets. Goff, Fields, Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins. Mm. There's a little bit of a stratification there, isn't there? Mm. <laughs> it's good It's good to have Goff and not the Jordan Love of the world. It's and good to have Goff and not Matt Stafford. At this point, ah, yes. Yeah, what and, about all the people that ripped Bill after the first year, huh? Be you, careful what you wish for. You were year early, Huge. I've been a year early on everything. <laughs> on air, off air, Jeff Risden <laughs> from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire and the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, they'll be talking about uh, NFL free agency tonight yep. on the Detroit Lions podcast. Just search that on YouTube. What time? Seven. We're, we're going live at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock on YouTube. Search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Yeah, I'm looking at the video right now from earlier today with McAfee. He's got his tank top on with Rodgers and A.J. Hawk. And, you know, Rodgers say my intention is to play for the Jets. So I assume a deal announced uh, later this week, if not early next week. We'll see. It sounded like from what uh, Trey Wingo, who runs the Pro Football Network, PFN, uh, tweeted out that they're still working on the compensation, the finer details of it. So they're 
they still have to make conversation sure conversation would be the is it the draft and also the salary cap? How do you right rework that on both ends? Right, <laughs> because Rogers carries do, a massive million? salary. So yeah. if he did that, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, but not the specifics. If he did, well, the deal's going to get done. But if they waited uh, for it until June first in the contract or after that date, how much would both sides save? That would that would be dependent on who goes with them. Um, like if players are going back, they can renegotiate their their contracts. Or if the the Jets have to cut somebody, or the Packers have to cut somebody to take on, like that, that's when that would take effect. And that's what they're trying to figure yeah, out. With all they're the trying to figure that out. You know, do they want a first round pick this year and a second next year, or a second this year and a first? Like that, that's the type of stuff that they're arguing about. Jeff, uh, we have one final segment uh, end of this hour, and also you'll join us uh, into hour number three. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also, we're on the eve of the NCAA tournament. Get your brackets in right now. Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Garter have put up the $1,000 in cash in the Huge Bracket Buster Challenge. Go to thehugeshow.net. Uh, get your picks in today at thehugeshow.net. And our Tigers home and away opener contest, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and also the Michigan Sports Network. You could win a trip for two to Tampa, airfare, hotel, tickets to the Tigers season opener in Tampa. And then a week later, the Tigers home opener against the Red Sox, you'll get a couple of tickets. Uh, you can enter right now at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You'll see the pinned post, uh, 21 and up. Uh, to enter that contest, and you can share and retweet the post you see when you enter at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Communities 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With a shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 hoop to win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. 
It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Final segment, hour two. Man, I love the phrase final segment, hour two. It's awesome. Jeff Risden will join us uh, after the top of the hour. One final 15 minute get together on the Lions on NFL free agency and also the upcoming draft. We'll talk about that more. Uh, with pick six and 18. You have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I do want to remind everybody on Friday, I'll be having lunch, enjoying that $6.99 burger and fries deal you get Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills. And I'll be watching Michigan State and USC, round one of the NCAA tournament for Izzo and the Spartans. That will be at Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown GR and all the Brands locations. You can watch all the NCAA tournament games. And remember, for lunch Friday to watch the Spartans, you can enjoy that $6.99 burger and fries special. And you'll find a Brands in Bay City, Caledonia, Holland, a Brands in Cascade, Johnny Brands in Granville, and also Johnny Brands on Leonard will be Friday at 12.15 for Michigan State and USC in that $6.99 burger and fries special. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Huge weekend at the Breslin, uh, where all the girls' teams who have found a way on the road to the Breslin will be playing. You'll get the semifinals and the state championship games in all divisions. You can go to MHSAA.com. You can watch those games, MHSAA.tv in person. Get your tickets and more. All that at MHSAA.com. It's been a busy Wednesday. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, the Draft Wire, and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can see on YouTube tonight at 7 p.m. He's joining us in studio talking about uh, the Lions moves, which have been phenomenal. 
I mean, Jeff, when you we'll go back to end of last week uh, when you were in the studio and you look at what they've done offensively and defensively. Uh, how surprised are you by what they acquired, what they were able to get, and also the players now that are saying they want to play in Detroit and guys who want to stay in Detroit? You know, I think you're seeing that there is a very real desire to play for Dan Campbell and what they're building in Detroit, and that is that is why a guy like Cam Sutton comes. That's a guy. That's why a guy like Emmanuel Mosley wants to take a shot. He's he's a one year deal coming off of an ACL. Like those guys typically would would be people that you like. They're not going to come to Detroit. Like they're going to try to bet somewhere else where they can, you know, make something. Detroit is the place where they can make something more of themselves now, and the NFL is realizing that, and agents are realizing that, and it's a destination place to come. That's why David Montgomery is here. That's that's you know that's why a guy like like uh, Isaiah Bugs resigned. John Kaminsky had other suitors, had other offers came back to Detroit because he likes it here. He sees the path to winning. He likes the locker room. He likes Campbell. Likes the way that he's treated. That didn't happen in the last couple of regimes. Like obviously Matt Patricia had his I don't even I don't want to talk about that, but like even before that, Jim Caldwell was a good coach, but he wasn't a guy that like endeared himself to players. He was more of like your your grandfather that you liked. It wasn't like like Dan Campbell being out there is like you know that's a guy that you want to run through a wall for. That's that you don't get that very often in the NFL. And, and when coaches can harness that and and turn it into something the way that the Lions are, it means that it's going to be easier to get better players in free agency. And they've done that this year. I think they've done a pretty good job of, of stocking what they need to without overpaying and breaking the bank to do it. And you get Mosley and Sutton, uh, you know, your two starting corners. Maybe Mosley will take a little bit more time uh, to recover. And I know we touched on it earlier, but, you know, pick six and 18 in the first round. Uh, now with what they've acquired, depth on the defensive line with Bugs and Kaminsky, we talked about maybe that would be a need. Yeah. Even if Carter or Anderson are sitting there, I don't know if you need them now. Uh, especially you talked about Carter at his pro day today, showing up nine pounds overweight. So if you're the Lions, well, what what now and through the draft wire and your coverage there, Jeff, what is the perfect scenario for the Lions at 6-18 and 18 that you would say this is the capper to the offseason and they move forward to mini camps and OTAs after that? What would happen at 6-18 and 18 that is perfect to help the Lions become NFC North champs. You know, personally, I would love for them to get the quarterback at six. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if they want that to happen. That would but be that's, who's ever there left right. from the big four. Yeah, right? and and uh, again, I'm not a Will Levis fan, so I wouldn't be so in on Levis, that. Levis, Richardson, yeah. Stroud, and Young, but you have to think Carolina traded up to get the quarterback they want. Right. Sounds like that's Stroud. We don't know that yet, but it sounds Bryce like And then Young goes to the Texans at that, two. That's the worst kept secret in the draft world. So so Bryce Young is going to Houston. <laughs> you're, you're looking at, what is it then? The, the, then So three is Arizona, though that could be... Four is the Colts. Four is the Colts. So they that's certainly a quarterback. need a quarterback unless they somehow and get And someone could action. jump in front of the Colts to get that quarterback. So you right. wonder if the Colts will trade with Arizona to ensure... That's and then, certainly what the Cardinals are hoping, yes. And, and then you get what, what would be... Whoever is there, Arizona and Seattle yeah. in front of the lines. Yeah, or if Se- trades. Seattle can Seattle can also use a quarterback, so they they might take that need and and yeah. Make, but they just gave uh, Geno the big money. It's only for really his contract's only for two years, so they they're sort of in the same situation where they the Lions are. They with got Goff, Drew Lock, don't they? <laughs> they? They do. <laughs> 
Maybe they'll, you're right. Maybe they take a quarterback to groom. They, they very well could. And Will Levis fits what Pete Carroll seems to like in quarterbacks. But uh, if you look at it, like Tyree Wilson is exactly what he wants in a defensive end, a guy who rushes power to speed. So they, Carter Anderson could be there. They, they very well could be. Wow. Uh, one, one of them almost certainly will be. Mm. Uh, I think Will Anderson's gone before then. But you never, you never know. Uh, last year at this time, we had no idea that Trayvon Walker was going to be the number one pick. We thought it was either going to be Kayvon Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson. And uh, Hutch thankfully went two. Thibodeau went, went five, uh, five or six. And he played pretty well for the Giants. He did okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, he got off to a really slow start, but then picked it up uh, once their defense started playing better as a whole. Kind of like Hutchinson did, by the way. So your perfect scenario is a quarterback of the future for the Lions at six yeah. and then at 18. 18, I, I, wanna, I still want to keep adding to my defense, whether it's defensive tackle, whether it's a, another pass rusher that's probably superfluous in my world, but another cornerback would be great. A long-term cornerback, they still have to get another, another long-term cornerback. Another maybe, to go with Walker. That would, that, would be, that would be nice. Yeah, Walker looks great coming back. Kirby Joseph will always be famous for picking off Aaron Rodgers' last pass in a Packers uniform, and that mm. makes me very happy. By the way, he gave the jersey away. Uh, he kept the football. He gave the jersey away? He gave the jersey away. Mm. Yeah, and he's another guy. The young, the, the young impact on the Lions' defense last year is something I haven't seen in the NFL. I don't know. I was trying to remember teams that ever had that much. We've seen young players on offense energize a team like Burrow and Chase, but defensively, to have that many young players yeah. help a team. The, the end of the last season, they ran Hutchinson, Josh Paschal as your starting defensive ends. They're both rookies. Rodrigo. James Houston came in as the pass rusher. Rookie. Uh, a rookie. Rodrigo, starting starting off-ball linebacker. Kirby Joseph, your starting safety. Your second-year corner, Jerry Jacobs, an undrafted guy, was starting on the outside. You've, it's It was wild how young they were. Isaiah Bugs was a guy. He's 26, 27. You know, they're, they're just... They're Derek Barnes in his second season. Jacobs was still young, right? Yeah, he's now some of these guys have to keep stepping up and keep improving, and that's that's where we got to be careful about getting overconfident because you know some of, like Rodrigo started really well. If you watch the last few games, he he had a really really bad day in Carolina. He was one of the culprits there. wasn't the only one, but he's he's got some work to do. Whether he hit the rookie wall or whatever, he's like all those guys have room to improve and should be improving. And I like that. I like that mix with the coaching staff that that emphasizes teaching and player development. But they do have to do that. But there's there's always room for more talent on the defensive side of the ball. So if the Lions don't get a quarterback of the future at six, uh, there won't be one at eighteen. Nah. Now you look at probably third round, yeah. fourth roundish, right? A guy like Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee makes sense. That's the guy who's probably going to miss his rookie season. He's already twenty five. But man, if he would if he had been healthy, he would have been a first round pick this year. And he is doing much. So I saw him, I interviewed him at the Senior Bowl. And he had like a big contraption on his leg with like the electrode therapy thing working on his knee. I saw him at the combine. I talked to him for a brief second and uh, he looked fine. Wasn't limping at all. So his, his progress is coming along really well. If you're a team like Detroit or Seattle that doesn't need a quarterback right away, but needs one beyond that, perhaps that's a, that's a good option. He's probably second round, maybe early third round. Uh, then, then you get into guys like Jay Hayner out of Fresno State or uh, uh, Aiden O'Connell out of Purdue is a guy that the Lions have shown some interest in. He is sort of like a younger version of Jared Goff. Not as good, but you can see how you can see how the Lions would be attracted to a guy like O'Connell. He's a slinger. Yeah, right? yeah. Show, showed a tremendous amount of guts 
and taking a tremendous amount of hits for Michigan in that that title game. Yeah, he's he, he's a guy that they'll look at in the, in the later rounds if they haven't gotten anything by them. But I kind of hope that they do before then. I, I I want that resolved. Backup quarterback again. This is a team we're talking about. It should be no worse than the fav, co favorites to win the NFC North. If Jared Goff goes down for four weeks and you're bringing out not good, that's the difference between hosting a playoff game and going to Philadelphia in the first round. Like you've got to take care of this position, and and Brad Holmes knows that. We're just a little anxious because he hasn't done anything yet. Or they could be looking at what Brock Purdy was able to do for San Francisco. Right. Okay. And that, and that's and it, that can happen. And if we get a quality second, third rounder who could be ready in case of injuries, we don't have to waste free agent money. I mean, the, yeah. the, these are the discussions behind the doors uh, in Allen Park. Oh, 100%. And I would love Where to Brock be a Where Brock Purdy on those probably ones. opened up eyes. You know, a lot of people like to follow what other teams do. And we naturally say, hey, they need a veteran backup. They need Mariota. They need Minshew. They need someone like that. Yeah. And in a way, it's how Kirk Cousins rose up. Remember, they drafted Robert Griffin the third at number two. They took Cousins in the fourth round. By the end of the second season, RG3 was hurt, and Cousins, the, the rest is history. He's he's made a, a tremendous amount That's of money. That's a risky gamble if you're the Lions, not that yeah, veteran, and golf goes down week two, and you lose him for six weeks, and all of a sudden you're a... Three win team, yeah. and that's a that's and, and a year no out Rogers of in the NFC North. That's a year out of your window of no. optimal time. So I, I really hope that they address that soon. They haven't yet. I'm not panicking yet. It's free agency. The year, league year literally just started like an hour ago. So I'm not panicking yet. But they need to get that done. That, that is something they that don't they have need to, to sign somebody of. today. But they could sign them at any time then if they're free agents, right? Yeah, and, and they're. There isn't a great deal of demand left out there right now. We, you, we talked about some of the guys that have moved around. You know, the, the Jarrett Siddhams of the world. There's still Andy some guys Dalton left. went to the Panthers. Yeah, Baker's gone to Tampa. Sam Darnold has moved around. Case Keenum's moved around. Like there's the musical chairs are. There are still more quarterbacks than seats, but that could change pretty quickly. But we're looking for backup seats. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Guys that will accept being a backup behind Jared Goff, and guys that won't. This is this is the rub that one of the reasons why the Rams got written certainly not the only reason or the primary reason but he felt threatened when they when they brought in John Wolford as a backup quarterback to him and like because Sean, did? yeah Sean McVay liked like he and Holmes was there at that time right yes he yeah. was yeah so there there is there's a sensitivity to Goff that has to be accounted for he does not like to have his job threatened so he's going to have to know that the backup that's coming in and comfortable, like, oh, this guy's my backup. He was great with, like, he he knew Nate. He knew they weren't benching him for Nate Sudfeld or Tim Boyle, like, no problem. So maybe it's a maybe it's a rookie then, the third, fourth round yeah. uh, pick there. And I will say QB. that I, I think Goff has matured since then and realized that that was kind of stupid, uh, just for, from the the interactions that we've had with him uh, off the record a little bit in in Allen Park. I kind of think he gets it now. Like that, he's not that guy anymore. But uh, it's something that you can't completely rule out. So I would, I wouldn't necessarily bring in a guy that's, you know, a long, like Carson Wentz. I think that would probably be seen as a snub by uh, by golf. But Cooper Rush, you know, guys. Boy, I like Cooper Gardner Rush. You, you brought him up, Minshew I, I, or I, Cooper I like, Rush. I like those guys. Guys they, that are used to being backups, right? exactly, and guys that are prepared and can come in and run the offense that you do. And you don't have to do anything special for him. I like that. I like that idea. Quite and a Cooper bit. Rush from you know Lansing to CMU to the Lions. Uh, you know, you're looking at he's not going to get money from the Cowboys. They're releasing 
Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, a lot going on today in the NFL. Reports have the Patriots checking in on Odell Hopkins. Uh, you imagine Judy Odell Beckham with, with, with Belichick. Brian Belichick. Well, wow. he handled Cam Newton pretty good, right? That was a, a flamboyant personality. Uh, you you get Baker Mayfield oh now back in the NFC South. Uh, By the way, the I really like that signing. I low-key, I think that's a great addition for Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield is at his best when he's got something to prove. He's got a lot to prove right now. I, th- I think that's going to work out pretty well for them. I hope that's not their only move. Like They they pretty much ruled out Ty- Kyle Trask very quickly. They're, I think it was a fourth-round pick a couple years ago. But they could uh, hold on Florida. to him on the debt charge. Yeah, but right? uh, they, that's, uh, that, that's going to that's, that's gonna be a fun situation to watch is exactly how that plays out. It's the right, uh, right guy to follow Brady because there's not a lot of pressure on Mayfield to be the next Tom Brady. Right. He's just showing everybody he can start, which he did at the end with the Rams when he filled in for staff. And again, he gets a. This is a guy that I watched go into Pittsburgh and win a playoff game for Cleveland. Cleveland won a playoff game on with, the him, road. with him on the road in Pittsburgh. How many road playoff with their wins? with their head coach locked in his basement with COVID? Okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, and you used to work for the Browns Wire. Yeah. How many road playoff wins in the history of the Browns franchise? That was their first since 1988. I was going to say, that hasn't been a lot. I mean, I know they had the drive, the fumble. They, yeah. they have a lot of they names. won. They won. The, the games before those were both on the road. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that was the last time. That was when Marty Schottenheimer uh, was, was running the show. Berniekosar.com. <laughs> I love Bernie. Yeah. You, I, you can not grow up. hypocritical to uh, call him out when these franchises are partnering and having betting kiosk in their it's ridiculous in their stadiums, right? Bernie is the sweetest human yeah, being. Yeah, but isn't it hypocritical that they're partnering with sports betting apps because sports wagering now is legal in Ohio? Absolutely, but it's and Bernie. So they're gonna they're gonna use a folks a, who don't know the story here. Bernie Kosar placed the first legal sports bet in the state of Ohio, and the Browns fired him for it. <laughs> God bless Oops. the Cleveland Browns. You know, one thing we'll see. You'll note I don't cover them anymore. Yeah, but we'll... we'll, we'll <laughs> and they're on my hometown team. We've said this all offseason. The, the, if they take care of the backup quarterback situation, there is nothing pending that has me concerned about the Lions. They are as a complete nothing. of a football team as they can be. At and this going stack. back to the Barry era, in my yeah. mind. They have everything lined up for them to have a fantastic year and to win were, the NFC North to host a playoff game and if they win that one to host another one perhaps and, 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 and that you, would just blow my mind field advantage you pull an Eagles you could be in the Super Bowl next year wow and, and think about this if you're the Lions and I'll go back when they had Stafford Sue Calvin they were ready but they were still young they they had yeah. the talent they didn't have the coaching uh the ownership the GM was still meddling what you have now is Sheila Hamp dropping the last name forward. You have Holmes, you have Campbell, you have Spillman Dorsey in the front office. Uh, you have the staff. Uh, Golf is developing into a leader. I think he's won a lot of street cred with the people 100%. Uh, in Michigan. You, you have Montgomery and Swift now. You have an O-line that is good as any O-line in football. Jamison Williams... What do you have? Nine catches all year. He could have 70, 80. God knows how many touchdowns and the impact he'll have. They could even throw him on returns when they need something big. You look at the defensive additions of Mosley and Sutton at corner. Comiskey coming back. Anzalone getting a three year deal. He didn't look like he was going to 
ever play again with the Lions after the first seven games. But we thought golf could be gone. We thought they were going to draft a quarterback, that Campbell would be gone, and they gave us the eight and two finish. I mean, I'm just touching on. And we haven't even, we haven't even gotten to the draft guys yet. That's they got two I'm, first round picks. They got two second round picks. I know. Like I, they got, dude, they still have a little bit of money left. That's they can, what I'm saying. I'm, they, I'm, they, I'm going down the list here, and I didn't cover everything. Yeah, it's 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 great that we have like the and 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 like and, it's all good coming. Yeah, because you you now break it down if you line it up so everybody can see a depth chart. Everybody can look uh, who you sign, who you draft. And you start to say, okay, I want to find weakness areas on the Lions to attack if I'm an opposing O coordinator or D coordinator. Yep. Um, Yeah, do I wonder, are their linebackers fast enough? But then Anzalone was running well, and Rodrigo's speed is why he was able to make it. To the NFL. Yeah, they, they can get better at linebacker. They can get better at That's defensive that, that tackle. Adds a, a linebacker who could run to play the opposite side of HUD. Yeah, a guy that can turn and run in, in coverage would be great. Well, and they, and they and, tried that a little bit with you know Houston, and then you're looking at, at the end yeah. trying to see if he could be that guy, right? They, they they have they have done that as a dalliance. There's dalliance. Yeah, there's. I gotta, a, I gotta get a thesaurus right here. What was dalliance? Yeah, I went to college God, for six that, years. Ohio, I got Ohio University, yeah. Athens. I got to use my six I years know of how college many people education. In South Southeastern Ohio, no, and I've drove through Athens, and you get by Athens. And there's a lot of banjo music playing. I want to know Dalians. How many people know that word? You are not wrong, my friend. <laughs> Why are we crossing the bridge to West Virginia? Yeah, in Parkersburg there. That's uh, that's that's somewhere beyond God's country down there. Oh, my there. God. It is, uh, it's, a, it's a movie set. Alarming lack of dentistry in that part of the country. No, they don't have it. They said, actually, on the highway, it says... Uh, Charleston, 130 miles. Next, Dennis, 572 miles. So down there in West Virginia. Uh, TravelWestVirginia.com. Huge show. Proud to be an endorser. <laughs> Jeff Risden, uh, the other voice you're hearing in studio. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N. Uh, also, DraftWire on Twitter and Facebook. LionsWire, you want to keep up to date on all the Lions off-season, in-season stories. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. And the Detroit Lions podcast tonight. They'll look back at free agency, talk Lions, NFC North. That will be tonight, 7 p.m. on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Jeff, good stuff as always. Great to be in with you. Thanks for having me in. All right, Jeff Risden joining us in studio on this Wednesday broadcast. A reminder, tomorrow the NCAA tournament tips off beyond the play-in games. The real thing, get your bracket in right now. Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Their team, they put up $1,000 in cash. It could be yours. Get your bracket in now. It's open to the first 1,000 people who play at thehugeshow.net. And our home and away Tigers opening day contest with the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. And the Michigan Sports Network is active until March 23rd. If you're 21 and up, enter to win airfare for two. Hotel, two tickets to the Tigers in Tampa their season opener. Then you'll get two tickets uh, to the Tigers-Red Sox a week later in downtown Detroit, the home opener. You must be 21 and up to enter. Uh, the quick link to enter. It's simple and easy. You'll see the pin post at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is Huge. 
It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines missed out on a berth to the NCAA tournament when they dropped their opening game against Rutgers in the Big Ten tournament. However, the Wolverines did get a berth to the postseason, hosting round one at Chrysler Center of the NIT last night against the Toledo Rockets. And yes, for the second time this season, my two employers going head-to-head. Our scouting report on X's and Bros was pretty much spot on. Kobe Bufkin led all scores with 23 points on a scorching 8 of 13 shooting from the field, while Hunter Dickinson finished with 19-9. Joey Baker had 21-4, and Doug McBuckets finished with 16 points, 2 rebounds, and 8 assists. Some strange lineup combinations for the Wolverines saw Terrace Reed Jr. play just 5 minutes, Yusuf Piyad played 5, and Jays Howard 11. His younger brother Jet, however, he was scratched from the lineup last night, going to see a foot and ankle specialist for that lingering ankle injury. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's welcome in the new head coach of the new pro volleyball franchise in Grand Rapids that will begin play in 2024. Kathy George has a great resume connected to Central Western, uh, retired as the Michigan State volleyball coach in 2021 and back in the game, back in Michigan. She's been connected to almost every college program except the University of Michigan and now at the pro volleyball level in a new venture uh, at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And Kathy, welcome to The Huge Show. Well, thanks for having me. All right, tell me about uh, your connection and when the conversation began about you mm-hmm. possibly becoming uh, the first head coach of this new 
volleyball franchise in GR. Yeah, well, it happened. It started in December when the announcement came through, and I was invited to the uh, the naming, and I couldn't be there. So we started talking. I said, "Hey, I'm sorry, I'm not there." And then the conversation started for started to develop, and uh, as it went on, um, it got a little deeper and deeper, and and then here I am. Here I am. Well, and uh, and reading about the pro volleyball league, which Grand Rapids will be a part of, and they do have a naming contest. Is that done now, uh, Randy? The heavy cleaves. It is done. Is there a name? When when's the name going to be? announced yeah in a month or so they'll announce the name so they're they're beginning the process the journey the pro volleyball league has people like trent dilfer and joe burrow Burrow, behind it so you have money jason derulo yes Uh, so he's a rapper yeah 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 yeah. singer rapper man they have uh, randy the heavy (laughs) yeah we got uh, cleaves cleaves right here everybody making sure they get in and out of interviews (laughs) absolutely he signed the five-year deal i don't know how long your deal is with the pro volleyball franchise but uh, this isn't just a flash in the pan and a short-term thing. This really is going to be the foundation for the future. Absolutely. Um, realistically, uh, people don't know this, but volleyball players for years have gone overseas to play. So we have over, well, probably almost just under 400 athletes that are over there per- currently playing professional. So instead of having them always go there, we want to bring them back here and start this franchise and make it a, a real thing. Because you've got, I mentioned uh, coaching at Michigan State, the connections to Central and Western uh, you know the sport, uh, the fan base. That's going to be the key now because once Absolutely. you go pro, it right. becomes about fans, sponsorships, right, TV, marketing, anything, yeah. interaction, uh-huh. media, Loved all, that. all yeah. this. Uh, what's that jump there from not having a pro volleyball franchise in the state of Michigan to having one here in less than a year? Well, I think it's great that I have had the contacts with the other universities, and I've been in this state forever, and we were um, in the top 10 in attendance at Michigan State for over five years, and in the top 25 for 25 years, so um, it's, you know, we do have a fan base. We had it at Mich- uh, Western Michigan as well, so I kind of just, I just love the state. I love the people I've met here, and I just know we're going to do a lot to build into the community and get people uh, to rally around the sport and our team to rally about them. Well, I would think uh, with the DeVos family and Cole and the Griffins connection in sports. Randy. Yeah. Randy the Heavy Cleaves. <laughs> he'll never, he'll never live that name down. Even when I do Twitter or Facebook posts. Okay. Thank you, Randy the Heavy Cleaves. Yeah, sounds like something out of the Sopranos. It, that walking out there, it's like the ne- next generation of professional sports would be one of those that right. you know. I kind of put lacrosse, volleyball. A lot of kids have played it from the right. you know travel leagues, which wow. they still do to high schools. I think boys volleyball. Is coming as a now. high school yep, sport. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, the club, Absolutely. the boys' volleyball club, in this last like twelve months, all of mm-hmm. a sudden, parents, people I know, kids are oh, like, yeah. "Yeah, I'm playing club," it's and a lot fun. of it is basketball players from the winter, exactly, who don't play baseball, who don't mm-hmm. run track, right? Who now they know they fall in love with it, right? Yeah, and they're playing it in yeah. the spring, and then they're going to go back to their you know summer. Yeah, uh, well, they play in the sand basketball. when they go to the yeah. They do all that stuff. It's great. So you think the fam? I think the big key is where a lot of people ask me, "Do you think there's a fan base?" to show up for matches. Well, absolutely. And participation for women's volleyball is either first or second in women's sports in the state of Michigan. It's been fast growing. What's first, probably um, soccer? I think it was track. Track, so, really? Yeah, so it's it's kind of crazy. But uh, So that's who's been dueling it out for that. But it's been growing, and uh, there's youth volleyball, just like those club teams and the you know travel teams. Volleyball is huge in the state of Michigan, and uh, you know people have noticed that. And really, the whole league started because volleyball, with its TV viewership and its 
uh, you know, in all the fan bases and the, the um, representation we've had through the Big Ten. The Big Ten has carried huge fan bases, um, you know, in the sport of volleyball. So everybody's recognizing the dollars that can be made and that, you know, let's be serious. You know, you have to kind of do that stuff. I think it's going to grow and, and it's time to bring them home. It's time to get these great athletes you know, to come back home. And there'll be all these All-Americans and all these Olympians and things like that that the, the players can really look to and they can mentor them and so on. You know, I talked to Cole on air. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him off air about the future, short-term, long-term. But what I do envision, and, and Van Andel Arena is a great yeah. big yeah. venue. Yeah. And you would hope one day you could fill it up. But the reality is I almost feel like if the volleyball is taken off and it's drawing, one day I see a facility being built that could house four or 5,000 people that as a volleyball could be used for high school, could be used for travel, State whatever. tournament and something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that where there would be that, yeah. you know, like they, yeah. how, how yeah. soccer came along. Well, soccer let me tell you, though, let me tell and you. Built, and built their soccer stadium. Well, let me tell you what they're doing in Omaha. They're getting University of Nebraska volleyball to play a match on a football field, and they're trying to sell it out with in a football field. I, think, I don't know if they're the State did that? Uh, uh, State did that with hockey, and we've done that. Um, who who did that the volleyball and, on uh, the field? Not volleyball on field. It hasn't happened yet. So this will be the first one on the field. I mean, I don't know how they're doing it with the wind and whatever, but that's their problem. <laughs> but they're going to do it, and they're going to get huge numbers, and it's going to be really cool because they do uh, – Nebraska's off the charts with their attendance. Yeah, I think I mean, the, sell out for over years after years after years with like 8,500 people every match. Right, and I think the key mm-hmm. is because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Michigan State would be the closest college, uh, Western, yeah. uh, but State would be the closest program that drew people yeah. uh, like when you were we there, great Kathy, base, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that it's going to be the volleyball – fan base that mm-hmm. will be the foundation well, and, for the pro and, franchise in Grand Rapids. Would you agree? Well, yeah, we're going to bring all those, but the volleyball enthusiasts are right here in Grand Rapids. It's amazing how many clubs you have that love oh, MBA, the game. Right? And then really with all the sand volleyball that you have you know, uh, at Lake Michigan, it's amazing the people that come out. And, and volleyball was the third viewership in the Big Ten, so it was football, basketball, and volleyball. You mean on the, the next, Big Ten Network? On the Big Ten Network. Oh, yeah, you can see the crowds like at Wisconsin. It, well, but also on TV views. So it's like been, and so they really, everybody's taking notice, and they said, let's start this franchise at time as Right, so everybody did their homework. Yes, they did. Uh, Randy, yes, I, they I'm, did. I'm looking at Randy, uh, Ra- the, Randy the heavy cleaves. Uh, Bill, uh, Kathy did bring up, and he's sending me text. Uh, Kathy <laughs> brought up it's third in viewership on the Big Ten after uh, football and basketball, right. and also you and call the me Randy, right? What the youngest demographics? Well, it is of because, all of them, like over football, and, so it's pretty cool. Well, that's why I made that mm-hmm, connection yeah. to what I call the next generation of yeah, sports. Yeah, exactly. Because we all can say what we grew up with. Yeah. And you've been around volleyball all your life, and Randy is a huge Bengals fan, and uh, they had a great, you know, yeah. two-year run yeah. and maybe over, but you know he'll enjoy it for the rest of his life. Oh, you just he, can't leave him alone, kid. No, I can't. Because when he when, when he told me when he said, "Hey, Bill, we got another engagement. We got to get this interview yeah, going." Yeah. Uh, so I love him, though. Yeah, I, I think it is the next generation of yeah. sports fans. Yeah, I absolutely I really do. do too. I, I do think too. volleyball it's across. Well, it's family friendly, right? We get yeah. they come to the matches, and it's just they have a great time, and I like it to be event an event. I mean, I want it to be you know the volleyball, and you grow to love the volleyball. But we just have to get people in, and they're going to come and start to love it and keep coming back. Well, with Cole now stepping up uh, inside the DeVos family with people like Randy and uh, the Griffins who have you know mm-hmm. built from yep. the ground up yeah. uh, the Griffins they franchise, yeah. they know how to do it. So right. it, it's the right connection. It's the right support. 
at the right uh, time. Beams behind you. And like you said, you're in a hotbed of volleyball yeah. with all the, uh, there's so many different travel right, uh, right. clubs Absolutely. here in town, right? Yeah. yeah. And then boys awesome. club volleyball at the high school really level. exciting growing. too, yeah. And I'll, I'll want to do things to help them grow as well. You know, just, you just get involved. Well, yeah, you want to probably mm-hmm. get the logo all over these club matches and get everything where yeah. the volleyball, because yeah. it is the only pro volleyball, it will be the only one in Michigan for yep. the time being, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kathy George. We're the first ones out there, so we're she's go a get legend. Them. That's, that's how Lombardi started the Packers. <laughs> how, we're gonna go get them in the how, little Green Bay. Let's go get them. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we're looking forward to the Green Bay franchise. There you go. And then their star setter is gonna end up with the Jets. That's how it works. <laughs> Kathy George is the new uh, head coach of the pro volleyball franchise. The name, according to Randy, the heavy cleaves will be announced here in the next month or so. We'll keep you posted here on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah. I love your energy, love the passion, great conversation <laughs> on and off air. Uh, good luck with everything, okay? Thank you so much. Appreciate being on. All right, the new pro volleyball franchise will begin play at Van Andel Arena coming up in less than a year, and Kathy George is her new head coach joining us here on the HUGE Show across Michigan. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get more for your money with Meyer this St. Patrick's Day. Find more favorites like corned beef and crisp cabbage. More to sip like Irish spirits and beer. More sweets like Irish soda bread and cupcakes. More decor to celebrate. And more ways to save with 7 for $7, where you can mix or match over a 1,000 items across the store. You're always in luck with the same low prices in-store and online. Find savings as good as gold this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa. Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. 
Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another True and Blue segment on the Huge Show across Michigan. Each and every week at this time, we get together with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police, and we talk about the impact law enforcement is making on the positive side all across the state. We'll also tell you how you could look into one of the over 4,000 openings in law enforcement right now statewide in Michigan. And today we want to hear the stories from DeWitt, Michigan, where DeWitt Police Chief Matt Maroney is standing by, joining us on True and Blue. Welcome to the Huge Show across Michigan. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, how long have you been in law enforcement? Uh, I've been in law enforcement 28 years. 28 years, and also you've worked uh, in Detroit uh, with Detroit PD as a police officer. Uh, now being a police chief and looking at your 28 years in law enforcement uh, what have been the differences you've seen on the positive side that a lot of people don't read, see, or hear about? Well, and they don't read, see, or hear about a lot of the, it's the little things that uh, in our every, everyday interactions with the public that uh, just don't get uh, publicized. Um, we don't enter this profession as as a job um for police officer it's a calling this is not something you do just to collect a paycheck but we're not going to get rich doing the job um it's the satisfaction of of being to help and do some good and trying to make things better and for somebody who's listening right now who's thinking about whether it's joining the dewitt police department i know you worked at the Michigan State University Police Department, I mentioned ninety five, ninety six, Detroit uh, PD. If they're thinking about entering uh, a police agency, uh, a local police department, and I mentioned, I think over four thousand openings right now statewide in law enforcement. What what would be the best thing you could tell anybody looking to make a career as a police officer? Uh, if you're looking to make a career uh, as a police officer, you couldn't be. Uh, looking at a better time. Um, currently, well, let me take a step back. Before, uh, you most of the time would have to send yourself through the academy, and you're looking at uh, roughly between a twelve dollars and $15,000 cost to do that. Um, agencies now have the uh, opportunity to, to apply for grants uh, they call them scholarships through MCOLS, which is Mission Coalition on Law Enforcement Standards. Uh, and they are paying up to $20,000 uh, for agencies to sponsor people to the academy. They'll pay the academy costs, and they'll put $4,000 towards the recruit salary. So uh, the constraints that were hampering um, agencies from sending people and sponsoring people to the academy have really been lifted. Uh, so th- the jobs are out there. Uh, we just need the people to, to fill them. 
Uh, DeWitt Police Chief Matt Maroney is joining us on another edition of True and Blue, where we showcase law enforcement all across Michigan in partnership with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Uh, some good stories in DeWitt, uh, because, again, uh, the national media, sometimes even local statewide media, only focuses on the negative. Uh, since your time, uh, which would be not quite a year, you're about the midway point a little bit more as police chief there at DeWitt. Uh, what are some of the cool stories you've come across uh, with your officers in DeWitt? Um, I was very, very fortunate um, that this job uh, uh, opened up. Um, uh, it's the county of north of where I spent most of my law enforcement career. Um, I've lived in Clinton County, which is where DeWitt Township is. And uh, the community up here is just awesome. Uh, When I came in, I was welcomed with open arms. Um, We worked together, uh, the department uh, and the community on many, many things. Uh, I have great uh, officers that work up here, very professional, uh, and they love uh, interacting with the community. Um, We listen uh, and we love we love our jobs, and uh, you know we're here to serve. Chief, I appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Our True and Blue segment happens every week at this time. Like I said, in association with our partnership with all the chiefs of police across Michigan through the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Great to hear about the good men and women uh, there in DeWitt. And if anybody listening wants to look into a career in law enforcement, it's simple and easy, especially by Googling your local's jurisdiction. Maybe you want to make a move somewhere across Michigan. Uh, you can just search any police department, uh, their website, stop in, fill out an application. They'll take you through the process. Like I said, over 4,000 openings in the state of Michigan uh, the need for law enforcement officers is there. And, Chief, like the people in DeWitt, uh, I believe most of Michigan, a massive majority, uh, respect the men and women who protect and serve us uh, every day. And I appreciate your time. And anything I can do to help the DeWitt Police Department and the people of DeWitt, just let me know. Well, I greatly appreciate that. And we appreciate everybody that uh, is out there and supporting us because uh Unfortunately, the good stuff doesn't make the news, but uh, every time there is an unfortunate incident where we do have a bad apple, um, that seems to take over and uh, people start putting out a narrative. Well, uh, the narrative on the huge show is the truth, Chief, and uh, I'm here with uh, True and Blue and the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police to make sure... Uh, that the stories of the brave men and women of law enforcement in Michigan who protect and serve and put their lives on the line every day, that those stories are told. And I thank you because it, it truly does mean a lot to us. And it means a lot to me what you and everybody does. You know, I have the affiliate there in Lansing, the game 730 a.m. and what the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police are doing uh, to really help our state. Thank you so much, Chief. Uh, stay safe. Thank you very much. You have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that gotcha, man. Chief Maroney joining us on the True and Blue segment. And I mentioned my longtime friend, Johnny Brand Sr., voice for the badge. Uh, he has led a coalition of people uh, who are there to be a voice for the men and women of law enforcement. Follow and like Voice for the Badge 
on Twitter and Facebook. Simple and easy. Just search uh, Voice for the Badge and Nothing but love to Johnny Brand Sr. and his longtime commitment along with Sandy Brand, the Brand family, to law enforcement all across this state. And if you go into Johnny Brand or Johnny Brand's location on Leonard, you'll see the Wall of Honor, uh, where he pays tribute to officers and military members from Michigan uh, who gave their lives, serving and protecting our city and streets, and also protecting our country and fighting for freedom. Thank you, Johnny Brand Sr. Make sure you like and follow Voice for the Badge on Facebook and Twitter. Big. Bad. Huge.